Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Thursday. Thank God it's Thursday. It's the 12th of February 2015. I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hi, Stuart Farrell. Can we start this show by saying happy birthday to my brother? This is so self-indulgent, but he turned 40. Did he? Well, in fact, he's in Western Australia, so it's about four in the morning. So he's not... So we should ring him. 40. Yeah. <laughs> Live on air. So he's 40. Four in the morning still is today. Yeah. But anyway, that's, yeah. that's by the by. Happy birthday, Zorba. Happy birthday, Zorba. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so... You, you got the you got the re- relatively boring name, didn't you? <laughs> Stewballs. <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to us by the Workers' Kitchen this morning. Oh, Just We is. do like to say that up front for our our sponsors. It is the Stupidly Small sponsor this week. I mean, and we did mention there's a massive conflict of interest because I'm involved there. Involved. You run the whole show. But, but it you doesn't pay, matter. If I pay the readies, I'm going to say whatever I like about it. That's it. You won't hear about next week unless I cough up again, which I won't. But I think we should be able to hear about what's going on down at the kitchen. How's it going? It's going all right, but we can Good. We, we'll just worry about that later on. Excellent. No, I just wanted to flag right. that this uh, podcast is, this episode Thank of the podcast you. is sponsored by the Workers' Kitchen in Fitzroy you know, on the corner of Gertrude and Brunswick Streets. Yells. I'm trying to talk over the top of you plugging my um, little establishment. But it, it, I wish I could be more um, sort of complimentary about stuff I do. So you wish you could do that thing that some people seamlessly manage without looking self-indulgent or boastful where they just quietly um, promote themselves in some way. Or if, or just receive a compliment. Receive a compliment. Do you know, I, I've said this before, Australians are particularly bad at this because we've got this whole... You know, you don't want to look like a try-hard, you don't want to look like you're too big for your boots mm. kind of um, uh, tall puppy thing. Yeah. And um, in certain other countries, one of which I'm not allowed to mention because I once lived there for half an hour. Well, and, are you talking about but, Boston? But in the States, yeah, they are so – they don't understand that. Like I once said something self-deprecatory about – sort of Australia or something in yeah. a funny kind of hey lol kind of way and everyone said why are you so hard on yourself oh my god like <laughs> really you should go easy on yourself I don't think so because they just because there is and I think there's no self-awareness no but there is can you, there is can a middle you, ground and I think it is really uh that, that why should you if hmm. if uh you know like for instance you know we talk about we talked yesterday about or the day before, whatever, about criticism and how if you, if if something, if, if you can't criticise something, yeah. then there's something wrong. Like you need to be able to critique something. But you also, if you're going to do that, you need to be able to acknowledge when something's successful, don't you? Uh, yeah. So you go, well, you know what? I, okay, I'm not that good at this thing over here, but I'm actually pretty good at this one. But no, if you don't agree with that, it could come down to confidence. I, I sort of blurted out the word self-awareness to you. Yeah. And does, with the Americans, and we're yeah. not going to be stuck on Americans, don't worry, okay? Yeah. Um, but does having that sort of boastful nature or and thinking that you're aware of yourself come from a lack of self-awareness? Um, huh? poss- Mindbender. Yeah, possibly, huh? possibly, but well, not, the a, greatest not a lack of self awareness, but right. a lack of, and I think this is particularly the case in some parts of America because America 
is made up of different states that may as well be different countries. So, yeah. you know, well, same as here. Look, we're well, not like our back Queensland. The, totally. Yeah, um, Western, Australia, Western Australia is a totally different country. Yeah. And they want to be. They want to be. They want to actually get the uh, dig Secession, a hole right yeah. across and turn it into a different country. Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned uh, too big for your boots mm-hmm. earlier, and it just had me thinking about uh, a, a term, a descriptor yeah. that's been taken out of everyday use. That yeah. you know, and I used to think it it, it it used to work very well as a description and as, as a put down, but nothing too harsh, and that was saying like uh, when someone had a big head. So you, we never say, you're a big head or, uh, come, you know, oh, what's this? I'm scratching your ears, you know, when you're on the other side of the room. <laughs> you notice how no, or no one says he's a head anymore, do they? It's a kid's thing to say, isn't it? Like, uh, you, you know what I mean? You should be saying that as an adult? No, I'm saying that when you're a kid, oh, he's got such a big head or she's got such a big head yeah. about that or whatever, mm. is a way of saying something that when you're an adult, there are other words for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you what's think? A, what's the adult version? Should I stop he's saying? He's a bit of a, you know, there are lots of words that. Oh, you so could... you're saying big head is a clean and sort of friendly way of saying yeah. the nasty version of dipstick or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there are there are other more specific words that I'm not going to go into given the G rating of this podcast. But big head is a kind of it's a it's a great visual. I kind of like big head. Mm. It's like, ah, uh, you know, it's like like they've pumped themselves right up. <laughs> Mr. Mackey from South Park. Yes. Know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Look, we started off by saying, oh, you know, I wish I could take compliments better. Mm. But there's so many things that, you know, you wish you could do or couldn't do. I, I reckon, like I was thinking this just yesterday, being the weather being uh, in Melbourne mm. lately quite warm. It's terrible. It's oppressive and offensive. and um, It's terrible. Poor Stu. It's particularly when you're in a kitchen, I imagine. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Anywho, mm. uh, I don't understand how some people don't sweat. Is it a lack of? I uh, wish that gla- I ducts. Do you have oh. duct? Um, no, they must have ducts. Deprivation. No, no not, you're you not can't, being deprived. You can't not you? sweat, but maybe they just sweat and they do these tiny little invisible beads or something. But I'm talking people who like it's a hundred million degrees. They're on the tram. There's not a single spot on them, uh, or literally, again, another thing I'm not allowed to bring up because I bring it up all the time. End of a gym class. <laughs> You've done like... You're allowed to bring up whatever you like. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, stop it. I'm feeling particularly oppressed lately. Huh. Um, anyway, the... Don't you oppress me. <laughs> the, um, yeah, we'll do a gym class and I'll turn around and there will be people there with like, you know, gym women on. who don't have to put their hair in a ponytail and it's just like all flowing around them beautifully and there's not a spot of sweat on them. They're called uh, droids. How do these droids Cyborgs. not sweat? Uh, it, it's actually a problem. You know, this if you're not if it's not coming out your skin, it's coming out of somewhere else. And if it's coming out of somewhere else, it's actually a bigger problem. So, if uh, you were known uh, in town as a bit of an excessive sweater, so um, <laughs> you, See, but this is so this is it. Yeah. You know how people get sort of jealous of like people being. Skinny, or you know, uh, having nice hair, or mm. being attractive, or being whatever. I am, I have that in relation to people who don't sweat. Like, I genuinely, that is the only time I genuinely look at someone else with 
complete envy God. about yeah, the way like, they look. You're pretty happy about yourself. You know, I'm completely <laughs> envious of people that can stand up. You're pretty happy about yourself. <laughs> a big head. Basically, you just called me a big head. Yeah. yeah. Um, people that could stand up without pain. Uh, if I could do that. You need to do yoga. I am so close to <clears throat> yogaing up. Mm, oh. You do, buddy. But standing up without pain would be my... Uh, non-sweat. Do you do that because you played too much football? No, I've just, I've got a mechanical issue, and it cannot be resolved. Right? Have you? Okay. When you make statements like that, it, you, it's tempting to go, "Oh, okay, he has a mechanical issue." Have you ever <laughs> spoken to a doctor about this, or is that your assessment of what's going on? I listen to me. I first of all went and saw the doctor mm. that looks after the Australian ballet. So if there's going to be people with foot, leg or hip injuries or issues, it's going to be a ballet person. Yeah. Right? And what did the person say? You've got a mechanical issue. Confounded. Confounded. Gave it it away for a few years. So hang on, did you ever go back to the doctor for a second time to say, hey, all the things that you suggested aren't working for me and I'm still broken? Uh, No, uh, I didn't think so. Then. Yeah. Right, in a fit of desperation, and I thought I'll retry the medical establishment who have let me down no end. No, since once this, since by early not. teens. Yeah, there's that plane again. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quite I a reckon, feature. You know, this could be our, one of our rivals. Oh yeah, okay, the plane that That's flies. That's a rival over. podcaster. You, what sort of a plane is that? It sounds like, it sounds a, like a B fifty two. You know, doesn't it? It's a tr- twin propeller thing. <laughs> then, yeah, I went to the. Physio mm. that looks after Kathy Freeman. Oh, <laughs> right. Now I'm not going to meet potato doctors here. I'm seeing the duck's guts. And what did they say? He said, "Unfixable." You're not. He gonna did be- not. He said, "Management is your only only hope, and if we don't start management, then." You'll, you won't be able to walk by the time you're 50. What? And I didn't like that assessment. I didn't go back. And now, you never did any of the management? Well, what's the management? I don't know. Exercises? You didn't give me any exercises. I was supposed to go back. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is. I'm not entirely well, sure they, the medical fraternity is to blame here. <laughs> but the thing is you're supposed to lose tub first. And if you're not, if you're not helping yourself, then you, the doctors can't help you, right? Do you know what you need to do? What? Stand up in a kitchen all day cooking with uh, in a hot room. Career choice. You'll lose weight. Stupid. Hey, Stu. What? You can, if you go to our website, get in contact with us uh, vocally. Is that how, how I say this? You can get in touch by leaving it's us a voicemail. It's idiosyncratic thing. Idiosyncrasity. It's a bit of an idiosyncrasity, is it? I still can't say idiosyncrasic. No, you can't. There was another Anyway, you can say. get in touch and mm. actually uh, speak words to us uh, in the form of a voicemail. Wow. And a few people uh, do this. And, in fact, I'd say now we've got a couple of regulars. We've got regulars out there. They're like the people that just stick their uh, – Bonters over the fence. Yeah. And, you know, just have Make their, a little comment. Yeah, their little thing and comment Ooh. on your yard and then just disappear back into their own little world. Beautiful. That's a beautiful <laughs> description of who they are. Uh, well, we've received one, just a sort of a general uh, couple of comments over the fence from one uh, Thomas Cordwell. Ooh. Let's have a listen to this. Hi, guys. Thomas Cordwell here. Just a few thoughts in response to recent episodes. Jokes that should be banned. 
include people saying taxi whenever they hear somebody drop something. Also, I think at the, the kitchen that Stu's running, you should serve spotted dick as a dessert and call it the sparkle pants. And finally, it was great to hear you mention seals on the show the other day because seals are the ducks of the sea. Thomas. Das Hund. That's, I mean, really. <laughs> I That's, didn't quite what, catch what that is. What are the words? Is I mean, that Das Hund as in the dog? It's a Dash Hound. It's like a sausage dog. Right, but how did he say it? Das Hund. Das Hund or something. Tell me, what are other words that people try and oh, um, no, don't, u- urify? Don't you make Thomas sound like a tryhard. Thomas Caldwell, one of the, in fact, an award-winning critic. He recently won a Critics Award. Who awards... Awards to critics. Like, who's criticising the critics? How far are we going to go? Because then are the people awarding critics' awards yeah. going to get their own critical awards at some point? Arguably. By who? And then who's going to award the critics' award a critic award? I uh, just lost myself in a oh, sea of... It's all the big questions here. Anyway, point is... Thomas is uh, one of those people who is a bit of a man of the world. He used to live in Paris. He like he basically, you know, in Europe, I don't even think they look at his passport when he arrives. I think they just go, oh, it's Thomas. In you come, buddy. And uh, he oh. knows how to pronounce things. <laughs> and he's pronounced that, I am absolutely sure, you know where correctly. He is? You know where he is? He's in Australia. You know where he is? In Paris. Oh, you know what wow. he says? Dash hound. Really? Are there other words though? Are we like, really going to be that? What's the word that I'm looking for? Where you? Oh my gosh, this is going to drive me crazy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, you get gonna... parochial. Are we really oh. that parochial? Well, when someone says dachun, really? Yeah. What? Tell... So if there's a French word like croissant, yeah, you don't say croissant. No. If it's um. <sighs> There are so many of them. Fromage. Just, what do you say? Fromage. Just say fromage or cheese. Oh, gross. Gross. Using your own tongue is gross. You know, like using your own uh, way, your own lingo. Or your yes, own... but it's not our language. We're borrowing it. When you borrow something like a library book, yes. you don't, you know, treat it like... It's one of the books in your own bookshelf that you can tear so, that you can tear pages out of or draw in so or stop whatever. Stop drawing in library books. Yes, is what you're telling me that's correct. Right. But getting a lot of library books, are we first? I was been thinking. I, I I joined the library once. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get any value from the membership. I, Do you know what? It's a time factor. I owe so many. I don't. I am terrified of going back to my local library. So am I. I owe so much money to those guys because I forgot to return a book once and it was recently and then Christmas and New Year happened and now it's like a year later and it's I may a, as well have bought the goddamn book. That's In some circles, that is the height of rudeness. Oh, terrible. Because there are other people waiting on that book. No, well, there aren't because if you want to put a pause on a book, like go, hey, I'm waiting for it when you get it back, yeah. you can do it. And so I know there's nobody like hanging out for the book. Okay. But yeah, but I still disagree with the with not getting library books back on time, and I am very chastened in relation to myself. Anyway, I thought that was an excellent voice message. From it was, Thomas. especially like the taxi call. Taxi, absolutely. And no leave it out. Leave it out. So now we've got three jokes that we're leaving out. Taxi, taxi. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> My mind has gone totally oh, blank. What day is it, Lauren? What day is it? Tuesday, all day. All day. We and just repeated them. All right. And the, the other one was was the first one. Yeah, there's a reason why we actually spoke. I know. What was it, though? 
Oh, people are wanting to kill us because we can't remember anything. Uh, I don't know. I've had two hours sleep. Um, mm. Oh, we should write them on the wall or something. We're writing our library books. No, we don't write in library books. Have you not been listening? What was the other thing Thomas said? I spotted Dick and called the sparkle pants. There we go. Now, listen. There is, and I think, because we've got Friday Mailbag. Yes. Which, by the way, I think we can f- think of a different name for that segment. I think we will. That but was a joke, <laughs> lazy thing that, because we've got a, a massive pile. We have a massive of pile of... A lot of good feedback too, I would say. But we can talk about that tomorrow. But can I uh, say... Good as in useful. Someone came helpful. up to the counter, useful and, and reaffirming. But someone came up to the counter last night. I don't know why you're saying that and looking at me like that. There was one particular bit of feedback that was so cutting and hurtful that I may... <laughs> it's a miracle that I'm sitting before you today, that I have the confidence to turn up after the absolute grilling that I have been receiving. Grill time. Don't forget... Oh, don't forget. Don't worry about the spot of dick. I swear I am so fried. I Currently... Literally? I, <laughs> almost. I cannot <laughs> function. But... Yeah. Uh, Thomas mentioned a spot of dick. Someone came out to the counter last night. Yeah. Good morning to you. And requested the stupidly big burger. Really? Yes. Already? And I said, not happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, get the flat edits fresh today. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, we need to work on whatever this stupidly and, and small. Can I point? I, I do have to point the deal listeners is. Yeah. to something. Yeah. Then this idiot who, who did take the fish and chips on recommendation. Yeah. Wrote the most idiotic, uh, complimentary yeah. review on the workers' kitchen, uh, either on the Facebook page or something. But I think that's a sport we should get ourselves into: is writing flowery, positive reviews on things like menu log or um, what's that one there where everyone goes on and talks up their mates' restaurants, Urban Spoon, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, because done right. Complimentary humour, I think, is is far a far better thing than spiteful or uh, negative. Oh, you mean like, oh, we, you know what? We, we, this is very self-referential, but people have been extremely um, helpful by getting onto iTunes and giving us like reviews and ratings. Because as we've been saying, that's awesome for us. If you can, if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Some of those reviews, <laughs> I haven't looked for a while, but some of them are just uh, either excellent or sort of borderline surreal, you know, like kind of in the original um, fine arts meaning of the word, like oh, kind yeah. of a, I've got a lobster for a face kind of surreal. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I think there's a sport in that for sure. Well, good. And if even if you don't want to. Uh, leave an iTunes thing as mm. Lauren sort of snuck in there. Have a read of them; they're quite funny. That's what I mean. They're yeah. excellent. You guys are pretty crash hot. Look, there it is again. Can you hear it? Uh, yeah, there's some. There is a rival there podcaster is... flying a plane above us That's at who the same it time is. each day, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Who's a, who's our rival? That's probably Will Anderson. It's Will Anderson. Yeah, get off the yeah. plane, Will. Or Hamish Nanny. Maybe it was Hamish Nanny was the first one and Will Anderson's yeah, the second these one. these guys, they just want to leave us alone. I know, honestly. Suckers. Stupid. Well, it's time to get out of here before we do. Yeah. We thank the Workers' Kitchen, this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor. They're down there on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy. You can find them on Facebook too, can't you, Facebook? Yeah, dogs? the Workers' Kitchen. Yeah. And so thanks to those guys because I'm telling you now, if... Uh, I don't know. 
I've got nothing. Uh, so thank you. I happened to see last night a few photographs of some meals. Now, if you're running an establishment where people are photographing your meals, for starters, you're doing pretty well. So long as it's not the health department. Yeah. <laughs> and they look Where's beautiful, snaps Farrell. Yeah. I can't believe that a week ago you were not running a kitchen and now you are running a kitchen. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And people are turning up and they're loving it and they're tweeting about it and uh, it looks delicious. They're tweeting about it. Who's tweeting about it? Somebody. I mean, George Columbaris. Totes. Yeah, um, he's, he seemed he's a bit of a threat the down there. Sparkle the Pants hashtag got a bit of a run. <laughs> so, no, uh, it's very excellent and the food does look delicious. I haven't been down myself. It's <laughs> food. Because I'm not a good enough friend. But, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but You know what? I don't think you will ever – Support me. I mean, you support me 100%, right? Like, you're there. You're great. But you, you're this – like, if I, I reckon I could put on – This is, what is the most I, outrageous no, thing you've ever you're said ready? by a no, long no. way. Because you just said something. Because you said it, so it just made me run with it. You are. I reckon if I got elected Premier of Victoria – Treading very right? close to a line that this no, friendship no. is not willing to – I got elected Premier of Victoria. You should see and this I, guy, everybody. He is – Sparkle Pants is doing this little, oh, my God, <laughs> I've said something I've kept inside for way too long. No, and now no, I'm no. trying to wriggle out of it. Literally. If I got elected Premier of Victoria – Literally, you are and wriggling. And I could have six people. Right, I'd have obviously my wife. What do you mean, have them? Like at the inauguration. What do we call that when we? Uh... The the inauguration. <laughs> okay, West Wing <laughs> pants. What what are you talking about? So you're saying if you were awarded, if you, you would be would one of my six, right? As, to invite, there, yeah. Would you come to that, dude? Of course I would. Okay. Well, that was a test. To be fair, it's the premier test. It's a common test, and in business, they have the premier test. I have, and I've told you this before. Certain duties that I need to prepare, that I need totally. to do during the evening. I know. It's hilarious. But you buy so I cannot you, Because you so feel bad about this, it's easy I, just all... I know, but you are re- outrageously... Just, just reeling you in there. You are. Ooh, it is outrageous. Here, Ooh, get the net. Get the net. Let's get it into the boat. And have I not peopled your restaurant with punters a little bit in the last week? People pumped. Have you peopled my restaurant with punters? Peopled the pub with punters. <laughs> anyway, we're going Pertaining to get to. Don't look. Look, if you feel bad about it, don't. Just come down and see me sometime down there. Oh, you know what? I'm never coming to a dumb <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Nobody go, okay? <laughs> the Workers Club, corner of Gertrude oh, and Brunswick. Reverse psychology. Do nice not one. go. Hey, yeah. what's in my phone? What is in your phone? What is in your phone? My butt. Oh. <sighs> that is. I love the new craft work. What song. is in your phone? <laughs> I've got a suggestion for what is in your phone, by the uh, way. What? I'm going to bring it up in, in uh, Friday Mailbag or whatever. We're going to call that dumb segment tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting some cracker what's in your phone results from mm. listeners. I reckon we need to just switch it up yeah. and make what's in your phone listener generated. Yeah, easy. And here's one. Yeah. What is in your phone? What is, yeah, what is in your phone? Mm-hmm. What is your dream find? Oh, what you mean like, like on the street? On the side of the road. Huh? I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, go on. A mutual friend of ours found something on the side of the road yesterday. Yeah, what did he find? He found a freaking pool table. He found a pool table. <laughs> I'm looking at it, a picture of it. It's extraordinary. Look at it. It's beautiful. It's Red the most, velvet. I, d- I don't reckon he found I reckon found on the side of the road is Latin for. So he broke into Charlton's. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he got the forklift mm. that stole a frangipani. There's a bit of a frangipani in the background there. You know? Mm. Who leaves a pool table on the side of the road? 
But now... And how did he pick it up? I don't believe it. But it, it, it was a bit of a, a catch-22. He's got this beautiful pool table he's yeah. found. Yeah, But the poor bugger hasn't got the balls or uh, the triangle or cues. So he's, he's made a public eBay. A- appeal. Yeah, I know. He's made a public appeal. <laughs> if anyone's got free ones to give him. I mean, is that just going a bit too far? I is that taking a chunk of the pie? Does he know for sure that it was left dead loop? Like maybe somebody put it out to be taken away and then went, nobody's going to take a pool table. How hard is that? <laughs> Have a think about it. Also, though, yeah. they're that heavy. This is not a That's cheap pool mean. table. That, Would he get a crane? Yeah, but he's there for ages. If if someone wanted it, they're right. going to see him lifting this thing and yeah. I don't even know moved it. But look, we're going to start a bit of a telethon here at Stupidly Small <laughs> and it's like get Paul some equipment. Poor old Paul. Poor Paul. Has... All he did was ask the universe for a pool table and it delivered. Now he hasn't got anything just to play with. just asking yeah. the universe for some equipment. So just for today, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. just think there are people doing it harder than you. <laughs> we got to go. That is what is in your phone finished. Yep. Come on. Well, I need to frame it somehow. The people won't know it's the segment. Yeah. Find us online at stupidthesmogle.com, Facebook, Flash, Slash. Oh, Flash. <laughs> okay, just find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. Go to iTunes. We really appreciate those reviews. They're idiosyncratic. They yeah, demonstrate enormous yeah. idiosyncrasy. And uh, they're excellent, funny, clever, and very kind, and we love you all. And uh, also, you can leave a voice message just like Thomas did. And um, you can do that on our website, mm. can't you, Stu? Yes, you can. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap the week and uh, have a great day. And think of Paul. Think of Paul. Paul, Paul. See you, Sparkle Pants. Bye-bye.